Chris Myers on the phone at the 49er facility right now as he's calling the game this weekend between the Niners and Cardinals. Hey, Chris, what's going on? And what do you think? What do you think of what the NFL did? Yeah, I mean, I think under the circumstances with the, the, the sensitivity to the situation and being how unusual, how late in the year and, and the top seeding and the teams that were involved, I, I wonder how giving each of them a tie would have worked out. In other words, giving that to Buffalo and Cincinnati because the, that, that helps you with a win percentage. Uh, and, and I know that, that that's different than than what they did currently, but I think under the circumstances and the time they had, and again, they discussed this with the Players Association, other owners and voted on it. I agree with you. I, I, I think at all costs we should avoid a coin flip, however, you know, however that breaks down and whatever the process is. But under the circumstances, if the teams are good with it and their ownership is, then that's where we'll go forward. Hopefully these are not situations that we'll face again. And as long as Phil Luckett's not involved in the coin flip, I think... <laughs> <laughs> uh, sorry, that was my way yeah, of taking a cheap shot. Yeah, that, well, that's a good question. Who gets to flip the coin? I mean, that, that's, a, that's a big responsibility. Uh, we'll go with you, Chris. Yeah. You're good at this, yeah. right? All right. If I Yes, if I have a few minutes of uh, stand-up material beforehand, that might work. I love it. Like, you got to let me run a little material before I flip yeah. the coin. I just... I do, I, I, and I agree with you on the point that I, I think, you know, head-to-head competition should, should go long way. I mean, the NFL for years has had, you know, different tiebreaker systems all the way down the line. We've seen that before. Conference records, points in conference records. That's why points are important sometimes in the grand scheme of things. But uh, this is a difficult spot, and I think in the, in the greater sense of things uh, that they were able to come to a consensus. So let's move forward, play on it. It's almost like different circumstances, but when, when the rules change a little, when teams had to go through COVID, I mean, I was impressed how the NFL came together, and even though some teams, hey, we had to play here, we didn't have enough guys there, they, they all said, hey, let's just, we'll, we'll get it done, and, and we'll deal with it after, and, and ultimately that's that's in the rearview mirror as far as that. So as long as they all agree on it, I, I think we have to go forward. Yeah, we can all get excited for uh, seven uh, playoff teams in each conference and a full slate of playoff activity next weekend, but this weekend, kind of an odd one with Arizona going with David Blau at quarterback against a Niner team, ramping up for the playoffs. How impressed have you been by this Niner team with Mr. Suddenly Relevant at quarterback and a nine-game win streak. Very impressed. And and I've called games of the Eagles and if I think some of the other teams this year. First of all, I, I have not seen a better defense not only in the NFC, but in all of, of football. We've had some AFC games as well that we, we've called. Uh, but Brock Purdy, that story, it was amazing the beginning of the year. You weren't sure with Trey Lance, okay, they're going to be contenders, but how good? And then Jimmy Garoppolo comes in, you say, hey, okay, they're back in their Super Bowl form, and then he gets hurt. And they're like, well, now we're back to a big question mark. Well, they can get into the playoffs, but where can they go? And I I've seen nothing. I'm looking forward to to sitting down face to face with him after uh, after practice today uh, for the for the first time to really get to get to know him. But certainly from what I've watched, observed, and and you know, defensive coaches we've talked to who face this team, but we're like, man, this guy is way ahead of what you think a rookie should be. Forget a first rounder or the last pick. So. To me, that's really the missing ingredient with the return of Samuel and, and hopefully Elijah Mitchell here uh, and, and how healthy they'll be in the playoffs. I, I think, in my view, and I'm not just saying this, but I, the 49ers are, to me, the, the NFC favorites to go to the Super Bowl, in my eyes, based on the teams I've seen. So, Chris, let me use this question to sort of let you know what the 49er fan base is thinking and feeling about Brock Purdy. As you're out there at practice today, do you think he's better than Tom Brady or simply as good as Tom Brady? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, yeah, 
we're way, we're way ahead. The situation, now I get it. I, 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 I like him that, hey, you come in, you do the job, but the situation sets up that way. We really won't know that for a long time. And I'll tell you what I, what I hear around the league, too, and not just fans, but it's like, oh, he's, he's got to have a, a blow-up game or a really bad game, and you hope he gets it out of his system, at least those who are rooting for San Francisco. He kind of has, you know, even when he has an off game or some off moments. I think this team is good enough around him, maybe that some other rookie quarterbacks don't have, and a coach who's, who's worked with him all along the way. The fact that he was here from the beginning of training camp and got to observe, and he, he seems very coachable, and he seems well, if he wants to learn and very humble. That's a word I've heard a lot, you know, very, a lot of humility and a guy who's even, we'll see how long that lasts as he has great success, but so from that standpoint, I, even if he stumbles, I, you know, again, he doesn't have to be Tom Brady in his prime or Patrick Mahomes or Josh Allen. He just has to be the guy in that situation. Now, there may be a, a spot where he'll have to do a little more, but I think he's responded well when he's been put in those. At least the team feels that way. And surrounded by so much talent, including Christian McCaffrey and the Niners absolutely swindling, not Swindell as in Greg Swindell, but <laughs> thank you. A swindle. <laughs> is this one of the biggest swindles in trade history that the Niners got McCaffrey for four picks to be named? Yeah, well, they're high picks. I mean, they gave up a lot. And, and I, hey, I'm, uh, any corny reference or pun is good with me. So swindle, uh, swindle however you want to work it. It's a nice Eric Grinch Swindle's name. I'm sure he'll be happy. That's a little throwback reference, Chris, for those of us who didn't know. That's right. But I, I, I think, you know, the Rams, and I know that whether they want to downplay, all, we were just trying to drive the, the price up. The Rams were in on that, too. And that makes it even more gratifying, I think, for, for your, your division rival that they made that move. So it looked like, I'll tell you a little bit, it looked like they gave up a lot for a guy who's off injured, right? We know he's talented, but the fact that he's delivered for them, and the guy's always played hurt. That's how, it's like Debo Samuel. These guys are just physical. They, they run that way, they play that way, and they catch that way, and so they're going to get beat up a lot, but they're going to deliver. And, and for the position the 49ers were in, Yes, it was. How many contenders? Well, they looked at the Rams. Look what the Rams did with Bond Miller and some of the other moves, whether they were in season or going back to Stafford. You get a team in place, you get just a few of the veterans or parts that, that you need to add to it, and, and it helps you get over the hump to get to the, the Super Bowl. Again, the, the bonus to all this is, is the and – I, and I give them a lot of credit for, for making it. Even, even a Ray Ray McLeod kind of a deal. Some of the small under-the-radar kind of deals that have made this team better – but, but the missing ingredient in the bonus is, of course, the, the Brock Purdy situation, which none of us saw coming. Maybe the 49ers in the background believed in him enough that he could do this, but but certainly I don't think they were counting on it. Chris, it's uh, it's uh, awesome to have you as we get ready for this game. Uh, before you run and we, we, we let you head out uh, or back out to practice, uh, it, it, it has just come to my attention uh, that, that, that Wikipedia has two different years uh, as your birth year, and and we figured since we got you on the phone, it might be a good time for you to dispel the potential myth that's being thrown out on the World Wide Web. Uh, what 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 do do you know about this? Do you know that you were born twice, according to Wikipedia? That's impressive. <laughs> no, I, I tell you what's funny about Wikipedia. We often rely on it. I, I, somebody read something, uh, and they said, "Hey, we had to." call on it and, and check. They said I was a vegetarian because my father was a butcher when I was growing up. <laughs> I, I said I love seafood and meat. That's not, I, My dad was not a butcher, so that's not true. So I, somebody could have put some of those things are true and accurate. There's a lot in there about, you know, obviously, my broadcast career, some of the personal stuff. But no, I was born in 
1959 in Miami, well, North Miami, which works Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Uh, that's the that's the deal. I did not know that, but I'll check. Maybe my age is trying to make me seem younger. No, I, I yeah, yeah. I know, keep moving got, that baby forward every year further we go on. Yeah, it's 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 59 and 60 that you were born, so you were born again in 1960. So congratulations <laughs> on that. And and oh, by the way, you look great. You don't you know you don't look a day over over 50 something, Chris. Whatever. Well, I told yeah, I, yeah it's funny. I told doctors when I was you know if I cry, but it's broadcast years of my looks, right? You were you know age. We got to do all we can. I said, hey, well, you know, I'll try that cryogenic stuff, you know, like Disney. And, and you know, I free. Instead, instead, they froze my career, and I've been in the same place. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's for your Swindell pond. That's my guy right there. Well, so good. And if we didn't get an iKid, then did this interview even really happen? So, so <laughs> th- thank you very much, Chris. It's great to talk to you, buddy. All right. Looking forward to Sunday. Enjoy the playoffs, you guys. We'll see you later. Hi, right, Chris.